Good morning and welcome to Blueprint for Wealth. I'm Wayne Zell and I'm the host of this very fast-paced half hour of special topics and special guests that are designed to help you realize your personal dreams of wealth and freedom. The show is brought to you by Zell Law, an estate and business planning law firm located in Reston, Virginia, serving the entire Washington, D.C. metro area with clients all across the country. If you'd like to know more about Zell Law, visit us on the web at zelllaw.com. Or if you'd like to make an appointment, please call us at 571-203-9355 and we'd be happy to visit with you to talk about your estate and business planning needs. Today, this show is being broadcast for its first iteration on the anniversary, the ninth anniversary of 9-11. Many people cringe when they think about what happened nine years ago on this date, but I, I challenge everyone in the listening audience to think of this as a celebration. It's a celebration of the resiliency of our population, of the American people, to overcome all odds. And today, in celebration of that, we're going to talk about how you can find a buyer for your business that you've grown over the last nine years or longer so that you can monetize the hard work and the investment that you've put into your business. You've decided you want to sell it, and it's not necessarily going to go to a family member or your existing employees. The question is, where do you start? How do you find a buyer for the business? How do you find somebody who's going to pay you what the business is worth? Now, think of selling a business as much like selling any other product. And you have to think of your business in the following way. Here are some pointers to think about when you're finding a buyer and figuring out how to sell your business. First, develop a marketing plan. Determine what media outlets you're going to use, such as trade and consumer publications. Make a list of your friends and contacts who could be interested in buying the business or may know somebody who is and determine if you're going to use a business broker or you're going to sell the business yourself. Without a marketing plan, you're simply spinning your wheels. So write down all the steps you're going to take to find a buyer. Next, consider joining business organizations and associates and associations that are going to help you sell the business. Contact local networking organizations. Attend the networking events. Get the word out if you're ready to put the word out there. One of the things I caution you on, though, is if you really are concerned about your customers finding out ahead of the time when you've really anticipated that they should find out about it, or more importantly, your employees, you need to be very careful about how you're going to communicate what you're going to do and when you're going to sell the business. Create a selling memorandum. It's one of the key tools for promoting your business. The memorandum should start with an executive summary that tells the potential buyer all about your business. Provide a list of your products or services and an overview of your industry. And be sure to list all your assets and financial information, including projections of what your future earnings are going to be. Because if you can prove that you've been good at hitting your projections, you may attract a higher value for your business. The memorandum has to address why you're selling the business. And make sure you put a positive spin on it, like you don't really need to get out, but you want to get out because now's the right time and you have, you've, you've got the business operating on all eight cylinders that makes it a very attractive candidate for a potential buyer. 
Next, you want to know who the potential buyers could be. You have strategic buyers, generally, and financial buyers. Strategic buyers consider how buying your business might fit into their long-range plans. They're often larger businesses that want to enter into a new market or offer the products and services that you offer. If you have what they want, they may pay more than other types of buyers. They may be one of your competitors or a similar company from another part of the country that wants to expand into your local area. A classic strategic buyer might be a larger company who, do, who does what you do nearby. But another possibility is a company in a related business whose management sees what you're doing and can see that your company has strengths that they may benefit from. For example, you may already produce a product that they want to sell, or you may have distribution channels that are open to them that they never had available to them in their own business. Sometimes these buyers who may be in fact related, but not completely parallel businesses, are referred to as synergistic buyers. Whether they're synergistic or competitive, strategic buyers generally are the ones who are gonna pay you the most. Then you've got the financial buyers, buyers who are more interested in your company's cash flow or profits. Some want a more or less turnkey operation that takes little oversight on their part. Others could specialize in a quick turnaround of a business that's floundering or failing. That is, they know how to buy a business, cut out certain unnecessary costs, reduce inefficiencies, and then sell it for a profit. They may be individuals or companies with money to invest, and they're willing to look at many different kinds of businesses or industries. They could be refugees from the corporate world, former executives of larger businesses who want to buy themselves a job by finding a company to actively manage. In other cases, they could be a holding company for equity investors, people who've put up money on a passive basis. In any event, financial buyers are going to scrutinize your financial statements much more closely and your assets as well. They're looking for solid, well-managed companies that won't need a lot of immediate change unless they're coming in for a turnaround of your failing business. There are some investors who specialize in turnarounds and would be willing to look at a company that is having difficulty managing its own business. You can also explore the option of trying to sell your business to your employees. They are potential buyers. You might even use an employee stock ownership plan or some other vehicle to sell it to them. But let's assume that you're not going to do it. Let's assume that you want to advertise the business. You might reach more potential buyers by advertising, but I think that's a risky proposition. In other words, if you let your employees know that your business is for sale to somebody other than them, they may be less motivated to work hard, and the quality of their work product and services could suffer. Also, key employees may leave. They could even go to a competitor, depending on what kinds of restrictions you may have imposed on them. Your customers may look for other suppliers, and your vendors may cut off your credit. Be very careful and plan it out ahead of time. You might want to consider using a broker as well. Selling a business is more difficult than selling a home, and it has more legal issues. A qualified business broker could help you avoid some very costly problems. And using a broker who's familiar with your industry could help you not only identify competitors, but handle a sale much more smoothly. 
They typically charge between $25,000 and $75,000 at a minimum and want to generate 10 to 15% of the sales price as their fee. A step up from a business broker is the investment banker who charges a lot more but brings a lot more sophistication and a lot greater access to potential financial buyers and strategic buyers. How do you reach your buyers? Well, now you know who they might be. You have to figure out how to go about selling the business to the people that you may have already identified. You could start by advertising the company, say, in the business opportunities of your paper, but I really don't like that approach. Why? Because, again, we don't want the employees necessarily to know that you're getting ready to sell the business and you might not be involved in the business for the long term. Key employees could start jumping ship. Other employees might stop working as hard. Customers might look for other sources. Avoid these problems. Keep your plans to yourself and the team of advisors that are helping you. A better course of action may be to let your business broker or your mergers and acquisitions intermediary or an investment banker look for potential buyers for you. They should have a long list of contacts, including brokers in other areas of the country who might have potential buyers for you. They could even advertise on an anonymous basis in local and national publications and screen potential buyers for you. They'll screen them and they'll weed out those who are just nosy looking for deals that might be vulture uh, investment as opposed to venture investment. And again, prepare your selling memorandum. One of the best tools to help facilitate the sell of your, sale of your business is a good selling memorandum. It's essentially a reverse of the business plan that we've talked about many times. It should present all the important information about the company, the products, the industry, and the market in a very easy-to-grasp format that presents your company in a positive light. The elements of the selling memorandum are similar to what you'd find in a business plan that you were preparing for your investors or your bankers. You'll need to start with an executive summary, as I mentioned before. It lays out your key selling points. It tells the buyer why you want to sell. And the buyer always wants to know why you want to sell. So have some really good explanation as to why your business is for sale. You'll also need sections of the of the uh, confidential memorandum that describes facts about your company's history, its structure, and its operations. The asking price that you're looking for and the basic terms of the deal that you're looking for in addition to describing all the other stuff that we've talked about, about your industry and even your competitors. Think about who your audience is, but don't divulge anything that you wouldn't want your competitors to see because a potential investor could be a competitor, a potential buyer could be a competitor, and then you may be revealing information that is really proprietary about yourself. In any event, Make sure you've got a non-disclosure or confidentiality agreement with anyone that you're going to be showing your selling memorandum to. This includes your accountant, a business broker, other professionals that you may be inclined to retain. Your lawyer is bound by the professional responsibility requirements, the ethical requirements that already bind them not to disclose any personal or confidential information about your business. So, Now you know how to find a buyer and how to sell your business. Go out and do it. Celebrate the the uniqueness of our American culture on this very important day. And stay tuned after these messages 
for another special guest on Blueprint for Wealth. I'm Wayne Zell, and I thank you for joining us as a listener on this very, very important date on this great program.